0: That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. And with the help of people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers. This is a great mission. They support America's heroes. They're hoping all of us will donate $11 a month so this great work continues. Their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you could even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Hour two, Sean Hannity show on this uh, Friday, Eight hundred nine four one. sean is on number. We'll get to your calls coming up uh, straight ahead this half hour. Um, I think it was Simone Sanders used to work for Biden saying very forcefully this Bidenomics message ain't working. It's not working because it's not true. That's why it's not working and they need to get off the message. And, you know, which is when they go right back to the regular playbook, democracy in peril, January 6th. And they hate Trump. They hate Trump. They hate Trump. But uh, they certainly can't point to any success that is uh, remarkable that would warrant another four years in office. Uh, After all, we pretty much only had nothing but wreckage. Uh, Here's Biden you know no question our economic plan is is working and wages are up and household wealth is up and the inflation continues to fall listen to him
1: wages are up household wealth is up not only for middle-class americans for latinos for black americans for minorities costs are still too high but inflation continues to fall and mortgage rates are falling they're gonna fall more Last week, we learned that America filed 16 million, 16 million in America, 16 million new applications for businesses, for a new business since I became president. Folks, that's a record.
0: Every single one of those new small businesses is an act of hope. Yeah, well, what he's not telling you is home sales are the slowest in 29 years. Now, stocks did hit an all-time high. What did we learn last week is that the stock market impacts 8% of Americans. It does not impact the other 92%. It's one of the main reasons I've never used it as any, any kind of real barometer in terms of the health of our economy. Um, and, you know, this thing can come tumbling down just as quickly as it went up. Yeah, stocks went up uh, this past year. What, it just barely made up for what the losses were last year. Pretty unbelievable. Uh, But anyway, uh, let me let me point out. There was a question a Bloomberg editor asking David Rubenstein is if is there any way the world can Trump proof their economies? Trump proof it. What the hell are they talking about? Listen to this.
2: David, a a number of a number of leaders have expressed concern of what Donald Trump in the White House means for fragmentation, for foreign policy. Is there any way that the rest of the world can Trump proof their economies? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, if somebody has a way to do that, I think they should uh, patent it and uh, probably sell it to somebody else. But it's be very difficult to do. Clearly, the biggest political change that occurred in the United States last year also was unpredictable, or unpredicted, I should say. I don't think anybody outside of the Trump family would have predicted that Donald Trump would be indicted four times, 91 counts uh, on various indictments and that his popularity would soar to the point where he has a reasonably good chance of locking up the Republican nomination by, by March, which is earlier than almost any contested presidential candidate um, has been able to lock up the Republican nomination. If he is nominated, it would be the first time ever that a Republican party has nominated the same person three times in a row. He clearly has a following that many of the analysts missed, and I don't think any of the court cases are likely to dis- uh, change his uh. Momentum. People in Europe, where we are now, uh, are not really his biggest fans.
0: Anyway, joining us now is our friend Stephen Moore is back with us, author of Trumponomics, Inside the the American First Plan to Revive Our Economy. Um, And with the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, which is a big part of, they just came out with a very lengthy study, them versus us, the two Americas, and, and how the nation's elite are out of touch with the... Uh, average American, well, isn't one way the fact that only what eight percent of the population really is impacted by the stock market?
3: Hey, Sean, uh, great to be with you. Uh, by the way, the stock market actually, when you adjust for inflation, because remember prices are up twenty percent since Biden came into office. So, if you look at the stock market over his three years in office, it's basically been flat. Whereas, you know, we had a booming stock market under Trump. Uh, what we looked at in this in this report that you just mentioned was. We looked at the top, you know, people in the top three, two or three percent, people who went to Ivy League schools, people who have a postgraduate degree, people with very high incomes uh, and and people who live in either Washington, D.C. or Manhattan or Silicon Valley that are just sort of out of touch with real Americans. And we, I was shocked by the results of our survey, Sean. I mean, it, it was just jaw-dropping. How liberal and out of um, touch these people are with the you know the anxieties and the concerns of average Americans, so you know for example, we ask these people, "Are you better off or worse off under biden 's policies financially?" Well, you know for most Americans, the vast majority of Americans say they're worse off because of Biden 's policies, but these people are saying oh well, i 'm better off because of biden 's policies there's another one that just shocked me it, the question was, do you think there's too much freedom or too much government control in our lives? The vast majority of Americans, you know, living on Main Street, USA, say, "Wait a minute, there's too much government." But these elites think there's too much individual freedom. I mean, that's crazy.
0: I'm looking at your study, and it's it is it is actually mind-numbing here. But I'm not sure if you gave a good definition of who we are talking about when you when you know the whole study is basically about. The nation's elite. Do we really know who the nation's elite are? Because, you know, coming from a family that, you know, kind of struggled itself, uh, my parents were always worried about, you know, money constantly throughout all the time I was growing up. And that's why I was financially independent at a very, very young age, which ended up being one of the best things to happen to me in my life. But, you know, when six and ten say there's too much individual freedom in America, that's not what Americans think. When, they, when more than two-thirds favor rationing energy and food sources to combat the threat of climate change, yeah, they're the ones in the private jets, aren't they?
3: Exactly. No, that, that's exactly right. These are people who wouldn't be impacted by the very policies that they espouse. And, I, by the way, I recently experienced this myself. You know, I have two liberal uh siblings and I love them to death but they're bleeding heart liberals and they live in the Chicago Well world. they
0: must love you on TV and radio
3: <laughs> Yeah well it's funny because you know well I guess it's funny but it's sort of sad too So my brother who's a bleeding bleeding heart the other day sent me this news article from the Chicago Tribune saying, oh, Governor Abbott is sending all these migrants to Chicago. Uh, And and they're like, well, why are they doing this? This is hurting our community. I said, well, wake up. You're the people who wanted, You know, Chicago to be a sanctuary city. I thought you wanted these people. And now, you know, they, they want all the illegal immigrants in El Paso and and dorado and houston they don't want them to come to their own neighborhood and it's a typical example of how hypocritical these are people how about this one sean a majority of these upper class uh cultural elites who went to ivy league schools they want to are you ready for this they want to ban air travel for non-essential services that's not going to affect them because a lot of these people have their own private jets that means a family couldn't you know fly their uh, family to uh and their kids to Disney World to to go to Disney World. I mean, this is craziness.
0: It's it's absolute madness, as far as I'm concerned. You know, but going a little deeper into this, um, in stark contrast, the average American, you know, seventy percent of elites trust the government to do the right thing most of the time. Well, when let's grade them on a few topics, shall we? Uh, am I wrong in saying that Social Security and and Medicare are headed towards insolvency? Uh, am I wrong in saying that defund, dismantle, no bail laws, reimagining the police has not exactly uh, created more safety and security for people? Uh, how are American schools doing compared to uh, other schools uh, in around the world in the industrialized world? Because we spend more per capita per student than they do, uh, yet we have some of the worst results. Uh, you know, if if you just look at those statistics alone, I mean. You know, what has government done that has gone well? How did, how did your Obamacare keep your doctor plan and save money promise work out? Not too good.
3: So, you know, that, that question about um, do you trust the government to do the right thing, that's been asked for about 50 years and it, it, longer than that. But it's been 50 years since a majority of Americans say that they trust a government to do the right thing. Except this one group, this one slice of very liberal cultural elites, they, they do trust the government to do the right thing because, you know, for example, one of the questions we asked is who should control the curriculum and the agenda of our schools? Should it be the parents in the community?
0: No, you actually asked because I have the question in front of me. You, you know, they say two sixty seven 67 percent of these elites say that teachers and other educational professionals should decide what children are taught rather than letting parents decide. Wow. You talk about arrogant, how arrogant is that?
3: And you know what adds to the arrogance of that answer is, I bet you, you know, the vast more, majority of these people don't send their kids to the public schools. So they are not affected by the radical left agenda.
0: Oh, you mean when like schools were closed, public schools in California, but Governor Newsom's kids were going to in-person learning in a private school?
3: Yeah, they're not impacted by the very radical policies that they endorse. And, 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 and by the way, this really explains, I think, doesn't it, the, the Trump phenomenon, the fact that the, the American people, the middle class is onto these elites. They understand that these elites thumb their nose at them. It's the re, one of the reasons, remember, Trump's closing argument in 2016, which carried so much weight with voters, was drain the swamp. People realize, people in Washington, people in Silicon Valley, people in Manhattan, they live a totally different life from the ones that uh, middle-class working-class people live.
0: All right, quick break. More with Steve Moore on the other side. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at pre-born network clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat.
2: When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram. It does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him.
0: Can you help out this great mission of preborn? That's HenryUSA.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. And with the help of people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers. This is a great mission. They support America's heroes. They're hoping all of us will donate $11 a month so this great work continues. Their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what do you think they'd say? (laughs) Hi, this is Buck. This is Tom. This is Susie. Did you know that an unborn baby's heartbeat is already beating at three weeks? By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in because the heartbeat is the voice of Preborn, and you can share their voice in a big way. Every free ultrasound costs 28 bucks. They don't get a penny from the federal government. They need your help desperately. And that's why I bought them two 4D ultrasound machines because they desperately need the help and they're helping moms with counseling and all sorts of ways. Just dial pound two five zero, pound two fifty, say the keyword baby. Pound two fifty, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean S-E-A-N. You'll never regret helping to save a baby's life. Preborn.com slash Sean. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. You know, since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have been committed to improving the lives of Americans' vets, first responders, and their families. Now, for over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Now, Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders with young children. They build specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured vets and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. Now, Dave Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Now, he has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting our vets, first responders, and their families, and there are so many of them that need our help. Please join the foundation on their mission to do good and never forget. Just commit $11 a month. You can do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. We continue now with Steve Moore. It's them versus us. A new pe- uh a new study they put out. The two Americas: How the nation's elite are out of touch with average Americans. With the uh, Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Uh, more with Steve Moore as we continue. You know, the other thing that I liked is somewhere between half and two thirds of these elites—they're okay with with banning uh, SUVs and gas stoves and air conditioning and non-essential travel. To protect the environment uh but we already got the answer about what how we define non-essential travel from john kerry uh what i'm doing justifies the use of my carbon uh, footprint because it's such important work oh nobody else's work is as important as yours excuse me uh i don't quite agree with that but but joe biden enjoys an 84 percent approval rating from this group and i guarantee one other thing if you're part of this elitist group you're talking about, aren't they the ones that can afford armed bodyguards? Aren't they the ones that uh, if that either that or if they're elected officials have security around them at all times? Are those, those the same people?
3: It, it certainly is. And, and they live in a kind of alternative. It's almost like they live in a, a different country than the, the rest of us do, who, you know, who do live in, you know, states around the country like Iowa or Nebraska or you know, Idaho or Utah, they're they, they so displaced and so out of touch with, with real America, they don't have any idea of what the problems are. That's why so many of these rich elites they don't are they don't, concerned about the border problem. They don't care about that. It doesn't impact them. They're not concerned about the crime that's rampant in our cities because it doesn't impact them. Uh, a lot of these people have you know, their own drivers and stuff, so getting rid of SUVs, that's not going to affect them.
0: Well, it's such a good point. Uh, it really is in so many different ways. I, I I don't know what this means or how to interpret this. The only thing I can say is that a lot of that 1%, I don't know, maybe they feel feel guilty in in the back of their minds. Why do they always donate to the Democratic Party? You know, and here's another question I have. Why do all these rich liberals, I'll give you one example, Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco. She lives in a, you know, multi-million dollar gated community uh, about a mile away from her home is an open den drug market where people are shooting up, defecating in the streets, et cetera. You know, why is not she offered, you know, a million or $2 million and asked their neighbors to donate? And why don't they build a facility that would allow people that, are in this condition, maybe to get some free drug counseling, a warm meal one or two times a day, maybe be able to take a shower, maybe you know, offer something. And it's literally, her home is in in the other direction, is her office a mile away from this drug den area. And right in the middle, and she just passes by, and what, doesn't see it? Or only is generous with other people's money?
3: I think that you use the term gated community. It's almost like these people are gated off from, you know, the, the real problem. They live
0: in a bubble. I know these people, they live in a bubble.
3: And then they, and then they give money to the very candidates that are doing so much to undermine our civic culture. You know, this is a great country. So many Americans, you know, they do care about their fellow citizens. They do. They're patriotic people. Uh, you know, one of the reasons that they're so attracted to Trump, and and by the way, I travel with him all the time, I mean, I've never seen anything like it, you know, when I was in Iowa with him, he's like a rock star, I mean, and it's middle class, working class people are lining the streets to see Donald Trump, because he represents their interests.
0: And then the media mob has contempt and hatred for them, and they thumb their nose at them, you know, guys like liberal uh, Joe Scarborough, and you know, Humpty Dumpty, and fake Jake, and the Maddows of the world. Uh, Anyway, it is a great, great summary. We're going to put it on uh, Hannity.com. It's Them versus Us by the Committee to Unleash Prosperity staff. Uh, Steve Moore, thank you, sir.
3: Okay, Sean. Thanks so much. Jobs. Jobs. Joe Biden can't spell it, and he can't keep them for the American people. Check out the Sean Hannity Jobs Forum today.
0: Now, Hannity's on Coast to Coast. Hi, right, 25 to the top of the hour. Our toll-free number on this Friday is 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. Hey, does social engineering from these leftist corporations kind of make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you are not alone. Now, Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company, my wireless company, uh, they know all about us, the silent majority being fed up. And guess what? You can stand with a company that actually shares And champions your values. Those of you who have, you know, always have your neighbors back, those who pull yourselves up by your bootstraps in life, those who realize a little bit of elbow grease can fix pretty much anything. Now it's time to join the masses who have fled their old wireless company for something better. And that's pure talk. People are leaving behind Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Droves. Pure Talk gives you the same 5G network, the same cell towers, phenomenal coverage, and they also give you unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month. The average family for the exact same service is saving close to $1,000 a year. The switch is simple, it is fast, it's easy. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, and you can join your fellow Americans and make the switch. Pound 250, keyword, save now, do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. All right, let's get uh, to our busy phones. Let's say hi to Santo is in Connecticut. Santo, hi, how are you? Glad you called. Happy Friday.
4: Hi, Sean. Thank you very much for all you do for the country. Um, congratulations I'm moving to Florida. I'm in a blue state, Connecticut, a little town called New Canaan, Connecticut. Used to be all Republican, major Republican since COVID. A bunch of uh, New York liberals have moved in with the, and they've brought their electric cars with them.
0: Well, let them keep their electric cars. You know, Ford is cutting back on the production of their F-150 electric vehicle trucks because nobody wants them. And they don't even know what to do with them. Uh, They lost $4.5 billion last year on on their their mandated EV program. It's not working. People don't want them. Now, the people that do want them, they're going to companies like Tesla and other companies that they like. And those companies that find it profitable should keep doing it. But if the vast majority of the American people don't want it, stop shoving it down our throat.
4: I agree. My concern is that the Republicans, I mean, uh, Donald Trump killed them in Iowa. I mean, he destroyed them. I think that Haley and DeSantis should get behind Donald Trump and make America great again. If the Republicans do not stick together, we will not be able to take our country back.
0: I'm, I'm not worried about post-primary and everybody uniting. Um, look, there's always going to be people. We, we know that there are never Trumpers out there. They've been that way almost from the beginning. They're not going to be persuaded either way. But, you know, to the extent that we can unite as conservatives and Republicans and unite around principles that they really are willing to fight for, the better off the country is going to be. And they've got to have a good, strong, solid message. they got to make promises that they can and will keep and then get to work and roll up their sleeves in January of 25, uh, one year from now. But, you know, it's going to be up to them and it's going to be up to us to make sure that, you know, we we get everybody out to vote. That's why I keep hammering the Republican Party. That they, they better get in the game of voting early, voting by mail, and legal ballot harvesting. I don't see any effort at all by the RNC or the Republican Party to, to match the efforts of ballot harvesting, legal ballot harvesting of the Democrats. I don't see anything. And if they stay that way, then, okay, another election day, you're starting out, you know, uh, election night or election day, down a couple hundred thousand votes. Not a good idea. You got to play on an equal playing field.
4: Please keep up the good fight. Thank you very much for all you do. You, Jesse, and Greta, you're amazing. Thank you very much, and have a great weekend.
0: Thank you, you, my friend. 800 941 if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Dan, New York, next, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Dan? How are you?
5: Very good, Sean. Yeah, I want to pick up on uh, what you were just talking about uh, with with ballot harvesting and all that. Um, I believe that... Should Trump be lucky enough to win? If the Republicans can hold on to the House and Senate, I think that the number one most important issue for us is election integrity. I mean, as we've seen over the last three years, they can undo all the good work that, that Trump did. And if we get in again, they'll undo it again. Uh, if they- Listen,
0: if you want the most integrity, I tell you the system that would work best. And by the way, you know, there had been experiments in other countries with varying voting methods uh, but Canada, France, for example, they went back to the old-fashioned way, paper ballots. Paper ballots are simple. You produce a voter ID, you have a signature on file, you verify it. Uh, you have chain of custody controls for, you know, the military, the, the sick, the elderly that, that may not be able to make it to a polling place. You make exceptions for them. Uh, but then you have updated voter rolls every day. And more importantly, in every precinct all around the country, you need partisan observers observing the voting all day. And then when the polls close, watch the vote counting all night. And then people will walk away. All right, that's, here's the winner, here's the loser. Uh, It's too close. We need a recount. Whatever it happens to be, people will have at least there'll be integrity in the system that would guarantee confidence in the results.
5: Right. I I think they need to absolutely. They
0: they talk about Donald Trump. You know, he's an election denier. Well, Hillary Clinton was an election denier and, and many of her supporters were. And Stacey Abrams. And the same thing applies to them. The system is unfortunately so flawed there's so many ways to make it better but sometimes it's the simplest way that works best and to me that's paper ballots and i'd even add to it make election day a national holiday how's that
5: yeah i absolutely agree i think voting should perhaps start on a friday afternoon 12 noon run until sunday at noon that way you know people can get to the polls there's time for them to get to the polls you end voting noon on a sunday we start counting right then we get our results you know we don't have to wait until the wee hours of the morning to find out uh you know who won the election um but yeah absolutely eliminating all these the ballot harvesting and and all of that i mean you know you can still have some mail-in ballots obviously like you said for you know military absentee ballots but you should have to have a doctor's note or a plane ticket if you, if you want an absentee ballot. Otherwise, get to the polls. Expand the, the, the number of hours. Start on a Friday afternoon, end on a Sunday afternoon, something like that. But
0: Oh, that's more, that's more generous. I'd like one day but a weekend. All right, I, I could live with a weekend. But remember, in the days leading up to an election, a lot of things can happen that would have a deep impact on the election. The idea that people start voting six weeks out, a month out is insane to me. Utterly ridiculous, I agree. All right, Dan, thank you, buddy, appreciate it. 800 941 Sean if you wanna be a part of the program. Uh, let's say hi to Mary, is in the free state of Texas. Happy Friday, Mary, glad you called.
2: Hey, Sean, um, this is uh, very good of you to take my call. I am very concerned as to how we can stop Biden right now from giving away any more money, giving away any more uh, of our nation's um, dignity, and uh you know he's just incognitant he's just not he's just not there so how can it be stopped as in
0: I'm going to give you the very short, simple answer: Vote him out of office
2: oh I intend to I definitely intend to
0: that 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 is the only way that we have a chance of turning things around. And it, you know, and I think what's going to happen because because Democrats can't run on the are you better off than you were 4 years ago platform, nor can they run on a list of successful programs they've implemented, then the only thing they've got in their arsenal is January 6, January 6, by the way, ignoring all the 574 riots that they said were mostly peaceful in the summer of 2020. Um, Donald Trump is evil, yeah. uh, democracy in peril, the very people trying to keep names off ballots, uh, those people. And then they're going to run on the old Republicans are racist, et cetera, et cetera. And phobic of everything. That's what they're going to run on. And they want dirty air and water. That's what they'll say. That's ridiculous. Well, but that, but you know what, this is how they have run elections for decades and they get away with it. Joe Biden got away with running a campaign hiding in his basement. You know, we we went over, um, you know, Joe, uh, the RNC actually did a a list. You know, he's been in 20 some odd days. We've seen him maybe five times. And every time he's still incoherent and he's still incapable of of understanding whether to exit stage left or stage right. He's a mess. Correct. Correct. Anyway, I appreciate the call. What's up?
2: I did see it. I did see your show last night and I do agree with everything and go, go, go Trump. I'm just, I'm just biting my bit, uh, waiting for it to happen. So God help us and we need to do that now as in today, but I will be voting for Donald Trump for our, our president.
0: I appreciate you being with us. We'll be in New Hampshire on Monday and Tuesday next week. Look forward to uh, seeing our friends in New Hampshire, a great place to hang out. Uh, by the way, it is it is funny to watch these media personalities. Uh, I I saw liberal Joe, Joe Scarborough cracks me up because I happen to know a lot about liberal Joe Scarborough. You know, liberal Joe Scarborough was the guy that was screaming at me. They're stealing the election in 2000 when he was a congressman, a Republican congressman from one of the most conservative areas of Florida, the Panhandle, and that's now Matt Gaetz's district. And, you know, then all of a sudden he's on TV at MSDNC and he's not doing well. At one point he was even up against me at 9 p.m. and we just crushed him. And anyway, so Scarborough, I guess, taken, took a shot, some shot at me today. Uh, Sweet Baby James told me about it. I've not seen it, at, nor does it impact me at all. But let me tell you something about the likes of, of liberal Joe. Liberal Joe used to call uh, this the powers that be at Fox regularly, trashing his own network MSDNC and begging to work at Fox. Fox was not interested in his low ratings, but that's who Joe Scarborough is. It's like Humpty Dumpty, right? You know, writes a book on Fox. There was an the article about a week ago. What he the, the guy couldn't sell what eight thousand copies of this book i mean it is pathetic it i i honestly if i wrote a book and i couldn't sell if that's all i could sell it is by every measure a it's just a flop and a failure and you know but these people they don't really like me these people i wonder why i have no idea anyway uh, liberal joe kind of selling out his soul you know and any beliefs beliefs that he might have had why? I'll tell you why. Because he wants to be on TV. That's what. Well, I don't think it's the money. I think for him it's the ego to be a part of the program. Personal safety's been a big believer in the Second Amendment, and I still am. Uh, but I also love the new technology that is burner, which is less lethal. You can get a pistol. You can get their mission for a rifle, and if you have a shotgun, you can get their shotgun shells that are non-lethal, and it fires off projectiles with pepper spray two pepper sprays and and tear gas in them and it, it's amazing how it incapacitates perpetrators you can see the lot videos for yourself to see how powerful and formidable this is go to the website it's burner dot com slash hannity uh by the way burner's is illegal in all 50 states they don't require a background check uh they can ship their less lethal pistols and rifles directly to your door um and as a responsible gun owner I like the option if I don't have to reach if I could stop a situation or earlier with a non-lethal option and not have to go to you know a, a firearm which can kill somebody I'd I like to have that option now sometimes that may not be possible but when you see how how powerful it is at stopping perpetrators you're gonna be impressed check their videos out go to their website Burner B-Y-R-N-A slash Hannity.
1: The final hour of the Sean
4: Hannity show is up next. Hang on for Sean's conservative solutions.
0: All right, back to our busy phones. 800-941-SEAN. Uh, let us say hi to uh, John in Pennsylvania. What's up, John? How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well. Good afternoon, Mr. Hannity. How are you?
0: I'm good. What's happening?
1: First-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, I have to say, the things that are going on in the border states of Texas and such at at this moment don't make any sense at all. How can we, as a country, punish folks for trying to protect what is ours and theirs, yet we protect countries' borders that are 3,000 miles away with, no problem. I don't get how we can spend money, how many miles away, but yet when we try to do it here, protect our own selves, we're in the wrong. That makes no sense to me. And I don't understand how folks, I'm, I'm gonna be 40 years old, how folks like in my age range can't see this. Open your eyes, people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, It just is a uh, damn right scary to be very, very polled the laws of our country and he doesn't do it and he does just the opposite. And, and nobody in the media mob, then the, the, the liberal Joe Scarboroughs of the world, they're never going to call Biden accountable. They're going to make every excuse imaginable and they're going to turn and tr- try to turn like they do every second of every day, Donald Trump into a, a devil. You know, basically a, a demon. Um, oh my God, could you imagine Donald Trump has, has, has the nuclear codes? Well, they were saying that back when he was running the first time. It's like, you know, redux, rewind and, uh, I things are bad enough now I'm not sure that that's gonna work this time they've 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 cried wolf now too often they've been caught crying wolf too often Uh, anyway 800-941 Sean Uh, we got time for one more quick call we got a minute we'll give it to uh, Tyler in Louisiana Tyler this last minute of this half hour is all yours sir
3: hey Sean thanks for taking my call Um, since it's short I just wanted to say one
2: Do you feel that President Trump is going to try to reinstate the Keystone pipeline if he gets to office again?
0: A hundred percent.
2: And two,
3: would you, when you have time, take other questions regarding this. Personally, I feel the way Fauci has done and what you and Senator Rand Paul talked about,
2: I would attribute him to the um, scientists and doctors that were experimenting on people and doing their own evil deeds just, in their quotes, to better science or to see the results, as what Fauci
0: said, that, yes, the virus got released. Uh, Fauci knew the whole time. Now that we have all the emails out, now that that Rand Paul wrote a great book, Deception, I urge everyone to get a copy of it, and you can read it for yourself. You know, why he was panicked, what he was saying publicly at the time, yet what he was saying privately and what he knew privately uh, is absolutely I, as some have said, I, I wonder if it's even criminal. I mean, this guy's supposed to be giving us sound advice uh, during a pandemic, and, and this guy is not telling us the whole truth. You know, they're, they're just protecting their own ass. where they made their memories with their hero. Now, you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the thelettert.org, the letter T, the number two, Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money. But are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help.